and welcome to the Mentally Healing Together podcast. I am the creator and your host, Erica J. The mission of this podcast is to provide a safe space for developing and utilizing the tools to heal. Let's heal together. Welcome to episode four of the Mentally Healing Together podcast. I definitely want to start this episode with saying thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all of the feedback I have gotten after releasing the first three episodes. I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate the messages, the text messages, the calls, all of that. Um, It really means a lot to me that not only have you taken the time to tune in, but you also seem to really be feeling what it is that I'm saying, <laughs> at least a little bit, right? So I'm definitely appreciative of that. I'm hoping this podcast can reach out to many people and help them along their healing journeys. While I'm also on my own personal healing journey, I need this podcast as much as I feel other people need this podcast. And so that's why I want us to heal together. We can help each other grow. We can help each other become better versions of ourselves. And that is a real purpose of this podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And I want to remind you, all right, now, I am not a licensed professional. Okay, not as of yet. But I am a woman who have been actively trying to be a better version of myself and I'm actively trying to heal and I want to develop a community of people that are on that same path right it's a little bit easier when you feel like you're not alone so as we move into episode four of the mentally healing together podcast I want to talk to you about trusting the process the reason why I'm choosing trusting the process is because I'm currently on a new journey And I've gone back into trying to work on some of the old journeys that I've constantly have been trying to work on. And I think it's important for me to finally get to the point where I learn to trust the process of the things that I am trying to personally do. And I think it will also help you to learn to trust your process. As we get into episode four, we will talk about trusting the process. Life is like a huge journey, right? And it's full of multiple journeys. And often we become frustrated, we doubt, or we give up while we're on these journeys. And I think it's important for us to start learning to trust the process. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you about our affirmation of the episode. Affirmations are a great way for us to encourage ourselves speak positivity into ourselves, and help manifest some of the things that we want for our lives. So for this episode, our affirmation will be, I will not give up on myself. I will not give up on myself. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about myself and my personal journeys where I have failed or struggled to trust my process. Well, let's start with the most obvious one, 
<laughs> for people who don't know me, I am a heavy set woman. I am plus size, full figured. I am fine and all of that. But I am a big girl, right? And with being a big girl all my life, I have tried multiple diets. I have tried multiple times of going on these weight loss journeys. I'm trying to exercise. I'm trying to try fasting, no carbs, just different things, right? Of trying to lose weight. And here I am, I'm 34 years old and I have struggled with this all of my life. And I think one of the main reasons for that is because for one, I'm literally fighting against my DNA. I'm a big girl. I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm starting to understand like it is in my DNA to be big, right? But another reason, a main, main reason is because I have given up on myself many times. I have lost the discipline. I've lost the consistency and I just stopped. I just stopped, right? Um, there was one time where I was really like on it, okay? I was on it. I had lost 60 pounds. I was looking good. I was feeling good. It was, I would say, the beginning of my healing journey and all that was great. And then I had a baby and then COVID happened. And every time I would try, to get back on that groove of getting into it and working out and eating right. It was something would happen where I would fall off and I wouldn't see the scale move or just like something stupid, right? Someone making a comment or just something real small and I would give up on myself. So here I am once again, currently on another journey of losing weight I have joined a gym where I pay a lot of money every month and I have to tell myself that no matter what, I will not give up on myself. So although I haven't been as consistent as I would like to be, um, I haven't lost as much weight as I could have lost, I still make sure that I go to the gym. There has not been one month this year that I haven't gone to the gym um, and I'm trying you know, like I have to trust my process. I have to say, hey, the scale may not be moving like I want it to move, but I'm also lifting weights, right? So I don't know if that's an excuse I'm giving myself. <laughs> I might be giving myself an excuse on why the scale isn't moving like I want it to move, but no matter what happens, right? I cannot stop going. I can't just say, I'm not going to the gym anymore. I'm going to keep paying these people all of my money and just let them have it and not keep trying. So I'm done with giving up on myself when it comes to this journey of trying to lose weight. You guys, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what my ideal body is. I don't know what my ideal weight is, but I do know that I want to be healthy. I do know that I want to be able to keep up with this three-year-old child that I have. I do know that I want to feel good and I want to feel confident in myself. And working out does that. Working out actually makes me feel good. Um, it actually helps me with my mental 
I was struggling and I was saying like, hey, I need to go work out. I need to go work out. I need to, I need to put some of that energy into lifting weights. I need to put some of that energy into sweating it out and, and pumping it up and doing all that. So I, I don't have a negative relationship with working out. Um, but I do feel that I have a negative relationship with not seeing the results that I want to see when I want to see them, right? Because I'm in the gym and I'm going three, four days out of the week. I feel like that week I should have lost about five, 10 pounds. And it just doesn't happen like that, right? And when you're not consistent, that really impacts your end results, right? So I have to be able to say, hey, you may not lose the weight that you want to lose right now. You may not see it this week and you may not see it next week, but keep going. Keep going. Be consistent. And you're definitely going to see it. There's no way that you can keep going to the gym. But let's talk about it. Eat right. Okay. And be consistent with that. And it won't happen. It's simple. It's not rocket science, Erica. It's not rocket science. Just eat right, go to the gym, be consistent, and you'll see results. So that is one issue that I have is working it out, trying to get slim thick out here because I want to be able to live a life of being comfortable on my skin. Okay, so something else that I have to really work on trusting the process on is when it comes to my career and educational goals. Before COVID, I was a preschool teacher for many years. I worked with my last company for five years. I've started teaching young children in 2011, and I absolutely love what I did. COVID came, job gone. Right. And so I had to make the decision. Do I continue with this career that although I loved it, I was overworked and underpaid. I did not feel valued. I was tired of being the little man. Or do I go back to school and do something different? So I decided to stay home with my child and I decided to go back to school. But my question that I've been asking myself is, what do I go to school for? Do I go to be a doctor? Do I go to be a lawyer? Can I be a politician? Uh, you know, do I take business classes so I can open up my own plus size strip club? And that one is still possible. Letting you know right now, you guys, if I open up a plus size strip club, do not act surprised because it's been a long time dream of mine. But um, I didn't know. And I still honestly don't know what I really want to do. I know I want to make money. I know I want to be a boss. I know that I want to do something that is good for people, good for humanity, something that fills my soul, but I have absolutely no idea what that is. And so as I'm going back into school, people are like, well, what are you in school for? And sometimes it's business and Sometimes it's, you know, human resource things. Like, I honestly don't know. I'm trying to fake it till I make it. I'm just taking these classes that they tell me to take, and I'm just trying to fake it until I make it. But 
I finally got to the point where I'm saying, hey, just do it. Just finish it. Because although I have an associate's degree, I don't have a bachelor's. Um, and I, I know that I have the potential to have that education. And I don't know if it really makes a difference in America if you have that high education or not. I really don't know. But I do know that it's something that I want. And although it's going to take time for me to get it, the time is going to pass regardless. Two years seems like a long time. Four years seems like a long time. But that time is going to pass. And when it does pass, am I going to have the education that I've always wanted? Or am I still going to be trying? So I've been back in school and I'm trying to trust this process, trying to trust the process of figuring out what it is that I want to do. What is it that I want to be? How am I going to make a difference and make a good living for myself and my child? Um, because I have a pretty good, decent life and I want to have a better life and my child deserves a dope life. And I'm trying to figure out how do I provide that for him? What career is going to do that? What educational background is going to make sure that we are getting to the money? I really don't know. But I do know is that I'm going to continue to go to school. I'm going to get that degree. I might move a little further and get another degree. You never know. You may be calling me Dr. Erica J. I don't know. But what I do know is that I am no longer giving up on myself and my educational goals. I'm going to complete something and it's going to be a great and amazing feeling. I just have to trust the process. So we've talked about my struggles with my weight loss. We've talked about my struggles with trying to figure out my career and educational goals. Let's talk about relationships. Trusting the process when it comes to relationships is something that I have had a really, really difficult time with over the years. Because where is my husband? Hello? Are you out there? Do you hear me? I'm impatiently waiting for you. Where are you? Where have you been? I hope that he is somewhere getting that really, really good job. Oh, let me stop. Let me stop. Because I will go into a whole fantasy about where my husband is. And I'm not going to do that to you guys right now. But I have really struggled with trying to trust the process of getting into a meaningful relationship. I have been single for many years. And I have felt like I wasn't valuable at times. Like, am I not good enough? Where is my husband? Why doesn't anybody want to keep me or to love me the way that I deserve to be loved? Where is my king? I have really, really struggled with that, especially as I got into my late 20s and I moved into my 30s. And wanting to be a mother, I did something where I had a baby using a donor situation. And that is something that I will 
definitely open up about more in future episodes. But I was like, you know, hey, I may never get married. He may never come, but I want to be a mother and I want to have my own family. I don't want to be alone anymore. And so I felt like the only way for me to have that family was to do it on my own. And I gave up on trying to be patient. And I'm a very patient person, but I have not been patient when it comes to me finding love and me becoming uh, one with somebody. But recently, I have learned that it is okay to be by yourself. My single season may be one of the best seasons for me to be in. And this whole time, I've been trying to fight it. I've been trying to date. I've been trying to find my husband. I've been trying to love men that were not worthy of my love because I wanted to be chosen. I wanted to be the one that they thought was worthy enough to make their wife. And in all honesty, they weren't worthy enough to have me. I thought I wasn't good enough, but I'm finally learning that I'm probably too good. And I thank God for that realization. There's not one man that I have lost or did not have a successful relationship with that I want back. But it's been hard for me to be patient and trust that what's meant for me is going to be for me. I'm steadily trying to find someone. I'm on dating sites. I'm, you know... Once we were able to go outside, <laughs> when COVID hit, I was outside, you know. Um, but I'm starting to become more comfortable in my singleness and understanding that it's going to come. And I hope that when it comes, it's right and it's healthy. And in the meantime, I'm trying to make sure that I'm right and I'm healthy, not just physically, but mentally. I'm trying to make sure that I am a whole person because my life does not start when somebody else comes into it. No, baby, I'm living my life and it's pretty damn good, you know? And so when it comes to relationships, I've been struggling with it. I've been struggling with being patient and knowing that my man is going to come and he's going to love the hell out of me. But... I have to trust that process. I have to trust that maybe this is the time for me to become the version of a woman that my man needs to see, that my man is going to want. Not those other men. Because the Erica back uh, in her 20s, <laughs> she was a beast. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was a beast. But the woman that I'm turning into be, oh, she's dope. She's dope. And the man that chooses me or the man that I choose, he's going to be able to value that. And he's going to be dope himself. I have to trust that. Can't keep looking for something and feeling like there's something wrong with me because I don't have it. It's not. It's just not my time. And when it is my time, it will come. 
I just have to trust. And in the meantime, I'm working on myself. I'm being intentional about healing myself, healing my mind, healing my spirit, and really getting down to the nitty gritty of what has caused me pain. What are some things that I struggle with? What are some things that I want to be able to handle differently when I am triggered? What are some things that I can say, hey, you may need to work on this. And I'm going to work on it. So that when my life goes into that next stage, my husband comes, that career comes, I finally lose that weight, that things will be what it's supposed to be and it's going to be good. But healing myself is essential for all of those things to happen. I have to make sure my mind is right. If my mind is not right, I'm not going to be able to get up and go to the gym. If my mind is not right, I'm not going to be able to focus in my classes. I'm not going to be able to focus in that career. If my mind is not right, I'm not going to be able to love my spouse the way that he deserves to be loved. And that's why this process of us healing ourselves is so essential because it's going to make everything else fall into place. And it's not going to be easy and it's going to take time. But trust the process. Trust it. Give yourself that time. Don't rush it. We're trying to heal childhood trauma. We're trying to heal abuse. We're trying to heal things that have really caused us pain. It's going to take time. But don't give up on yourself. Trust the process. As I close out episode four of the Mentally Healing Together podcast, I want to thank you again for joining me on this journey of healing. I also want to remind you that outside of this podcast, there are resources to help you if you feel that you are struggling with your mental health. There are support groups, therapy, medications, and don't forget meditation. You got this. I got this. Trust the process. I will leave you with the affirmation of this episode. I will not give up on myself. Once again, I will not give up on myself. Thank you for coming and joining me. And until next time, enjoy your life.